Now tuning in to Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. I'm recording, question mark? <laughs> to record or not to record? That is the question. By Audacity. <laughs> yep. Our new EP. Oh my god. By Audacity. <laughs> Do you know what really gets my gears going? Please, is God. spending an hour trying to figure out if we're recording. It really gets, like, my comedic energy started yeah i it's really great shouts out to amazon refurbished for their shitty ass cords and always that they're fucking <laughs> up all the time really doing me a solid over there with any other co-host it would just put me in a really frustrated mood right. but with you thankfully it's all goofs and zags and laughs so <laughs> thankfully if it's anyone fine. was it curious was- what it was like to be in a relationship with me there it is <laughs> <laughs> And we're able to just jump in 40 minutes afterwards and just start off with laughs it's and fine. not tearing each other's throats apart from 3,000 miles away. Yeah, pretty much. It gets further from, and further the more we podcast, doesn't it? <laughs> I know. By the third series that we start, we will be across <laughs> the world from each other. I will say, the reason there's no anger here is that very similar to, like, rom-coms in which, or in situations in which there's, like, uh, a dude, a shitty dude who's dating two people, and then they ate up, end up hating each other instead of the dude. In reality, they, on. they all hate the dude. We, Audacity is the dude in this situation, and they're it's playing true. both of us, and we have, we have, like, combined energy towards this person. Instead of being, you know, playing into internalized misogyny and hating each other, we hate the actual problem here. Audicity, so. am I right? Wow. Sorry. Wow. Yeah. No, I mean, thank you for apologizing so quickly, though. <laughs> I didn't know where else to go with that, so. <laughs> there aren't any other, like, I don't know, ghost sex, odd, <laughs> bro city, odd. Oh, I boy. Yeah. No, this is all bad. <laughs> yeah. Odd zag city. Yeah. Oh, welcome to Into the Twilight, everyone. Hello. Welcome. It's just 45 minutes of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I think... Allie's screaming puns into a wall and just like... <laughs> no, I mean, if we're being accurate, though, it was it was actually just Cody kind of making guttural groans into their computer and me kind of sympathetically making gestures, but actually watching YouTube comics on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we got through it, so... I wish you were kidding. Like, I wish this was a joke. It's just... <laughs> And not literally exactly what just happened. Yeah. But that's actually how it happened. So. Oh, boy. So how are you Did doing you miss now? Glee? <laughs> I'm fine. I just. <laughs> yeah. There's some real bad chapters that we have to talk about today. Yeah. So let's actually start off with, um, it's been a really, really messed up week. So. Oh, God. <laughs> what good things have happened to you this week? In terms of fucking moving on up in the pod world yeah we are now available on google play yay 
So by the time you're listening to this, you can be able to search it through the Google Play Store. So if you have an Android and you don't want to listen on SoundCloud or whatever, and you can't do iTunes or Apple Podcasts or YouTube, whatever, we got you. We are on Google Play. Check us out into the twilight, same as everything else. Yes. Every Monday. It'll be great. Yeah, you've kind of been rocking it the past couple days as far as getting shit done. Yeah, I'm trying to, you know, build our brand. So (laughs) (laughs) another change is that uh, if you want to go to our Tumblr but not have to type in a long fucking URL, like who wants to do that? You can just go into the twilight.show and there we are. It's the closest thing we have to a website and it's also basically Allie's biggest lifelong goal of a project that she's been doing and she's very proud of it yeah and it's it's fun it's fun it's my safe space so i'm very very proud of it yep yeah so it's actual magic um (laughs) (laughs) you did it you did post a screenshot of our textual exchange from this morning so that was very Mm -hmm. cool of you it was very good it was very good (laughs) it was also very on brand from our gif exchange from that (laughs) too so that was good I'm very happy with that. There were some fantastic things from that too. And also from that, from good things too, we should mention that tomorrow when this comes out mm-hmm. on Tuesday, yeah. it will be the first of the month, which yep. means that thank you to all of our patrons as well, because mm-hmm. you will be helping support us. And Cody, what are we going to be doing on August 1st when we get all that good, good cash flowing? Uh, we're gonna be able to fucking pay for SoundCloud for an entire year, and we can just podcast for free for a whole year. <laughs> we won't be like poor anymore, basically. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's thanks gonna to help y'all us so much. So yeah, thank it's, you. We're like genuinely, like every time we get an email of like a cool Patreon BB, we just like cry a little bit and like to each other. Yep. But yeah, everyone gets charged on the first, and that's tomorrow. So if you were like, hey, I want to throw in a buck before, you know, the month is, before the month starts again, this is the time to do it, and thank you very much for your donations. Also, you get access to cool, fun stuff, like bloopers and bonus clips that didn't make to the episode, and like, all sorts of other stuff. It's great. Yep. Yeah, we, aka, when you say me, I mean, actually, Cody posted the cool clip from last week's up. Yeah, if you want to hear us talking about Lord for two and a half minutes, there it, it is. It was so worth it. <laughs> it's, it's very good. I, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I hope that that continues because there have been some good ones that I think have accidentally made it into the real app, which <laughs> probably shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, we probably, I'm trying to be a little bit better about that. <laughs> yep, yeah, so very appreciative to everybody. So thank you so much. Um, Kisses to all of you. Yes, yes. Consensual kisses to all of you. Of course. Um, yeah. Especially since we'll be talking about consent a lot in this episode, huh? <laughs> yeah, so speaking of consent and speaking of consensual kisses, yeah. um, this is your forewarning for probably the next 30 minutes or so. Yeah. Yep. Um, we're going to be talking about chapters 15 and 16 today. Mm-hmm. Specifically, chapter 15 of yep. Wager yeah. is going to be mentioning a lot of uh, assault, mm-hmm. <laughs> a yeah. lot of lack of consent. Yep. So, if that's not chill for you, which uh, totally understand, yeah. Yeah. Um, I would probably skip 
like the next 30 minutes or so. Yeah, I'll probably find, yeah, I'll probably put a timestamp in the description when I edit it, just to see like when we start talking about the next chapter or whatever. Yeah. Because it's just, it's literally, it's impossible to talk about this chapter without bringing up all the bad, bad shit that happens. But also like, just be forewarned that it's not great and you can skip it. You don't have to listen. Just whatever, keep, prioritize yourself and your emotions and your feelings and your experiences. Yeah, I don't know what your triggers are, but chapter 16, just forewarning, is, like, a filler chapter. Yeah, so it's, yeah, we'll get right back to, like, graduation, and it'll be, like, goofs. <laughs> yeah, so if that's fine with you, we'll see you in, like, 30 minutes. Right. Okay, so chapter 15. Yep. Cody. <sighs> I've never been more mad reading something, and that's saying something from all the hell that we've been through up until this point. Yeah. So, a few episodes ago, mm-hmm. do you remember when I was, like, really, really mad? Um, <laughs> when we what were... specific time? <laughs> <laughs> so, when Bella, like, went on the motorcycle with Jacob. Oh, okay, yeah. And she was talking with Jacob for the first time about, like, imprinting. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember telling you, like... I'm really, really mad because in the movie, they do something, like, really, really gross during this part. So, in the movie, they combined that scene Mm -hmm. with this chapter. Oh, no. Because, obviously, in the movie, they can't take this 600-page book. Right. And You gotta cut some corners, right? Yes. So, in those scenes, and this isn't really a spoiler for you, Mm -hmm. but just for the sake of continuity, they, they take that scene of Jacob and Bella meeting yeah. at the school and this scene together, sort of. Wow, so already, like, that, like, awful racial aggression and, like, bad shit happening. There's, they're sort of tied together. Like, there's a bike scene mm-hmm. sort of there and this scene are together. Gotcha. And that's, like, it's, it's relatively early in the movie. Right, of. yeah, because this... This would have to be, like, a lot further back. Yes. In terms of the plot. Yeah. That's yeah, so I mean, it still it still happens, I would say, halfway. Right-ish, yeah. Yeah. So it's not, like, his first introduction, but <laughs> right. it's, like, I would say, I think it's, like, his second, if I'm familiar. Okay. So it's, it's early enough for you to be, like, Jake? Yeah. What? Huh. Um, My boy. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I was like super pissed. Yeah. But I mean, regardless, like it's you're gonna be pissed about it anyways. Yep. So I'm very curious for your how you feel about this chapter because even reading this for me, mm-hmm. and this was not my first read through, yeah. it stressed me and out and pissed me off. Yeah. Um, I mean, we shit on Jacob like a lot, right? Yes. Like, mostly in jest, but also, like, there's some real underlying factors to his behavior that's not great. But it's never been, like, really bad and to, to a point where I felt, like, like uncomfortable reading it or, like, to a point where, like, this is actually dangerous for these characters and especially Bella. But, like, yes. every, like, five lines, I was just, like, I just, it's just so, it was so hard to read this. Like, it was yes. so absolutely hard to read this. And you could tell that, like, if I had read this, like, ten years ago or something, it would be a totally different experience me reading it. Yes. And that's shitty, because that's how most people probably read it. Absolutely. And you can yeah. tell that, like, Steph doesn't realize what she's saying. 
and how like, no. manipulative his behavior is and how like gross it is because it's hey it's a cute like love plot line and it's a cute like love triangle we're trying to make some controversy here and trying to make like you know something happen but like there it's not good and it's very very hard to read absolutely so for context because i think for the most part the people who listen to this podcast aren't reading along right godspeed i would say yeah thankfully (laughs) i would say I think for the most part, the folks that are listening along have either read this mm-hmm. or they're listening along for our commentary, which like, right. God bless. Yes. <laughs> um, the purpose, I think, of this chapter from what I've gathered mm-hmm. and from what I remember is the fact that Stephanie wrote this for the fact that Bella says the line of Edward is my whole life yep. and <laughs> Jacob's line of, but he's not your whole life. So that's, that's the point of this. Right. But then Stephanie takes it mm-hmm. and she wraps that around this whole chapter yeah. of manipulation and all of this gross stuff. And this is the chapter two that Jacob is, is so gross. And it, it frustrates me too, because as we've mentioned before, he is almost this like... She's trying to make him this foil of Edward, right? Mm-hmm. And it's so frustrating for me because, as we've mentioned before, too, he had so much potential to just yeah. be this emotional safety for Bella and this potential for her to explore what it means to have a masculine figure in her life that she could just understand what friendship was like. Right. And yet here, it just, like destroys all possibility yeah of that it's like too he's so all or nothing yes about it like he even starts off this because like i mean literally the page before he was like i'm in love with you yes take that as you will yeah and like in a really gross way to do that while she's already like really committed to someone and also like has so many so much trauma bundled up with all of that in her experiences up to this point one of the first lines of the chapter and he's like you have to answer to me. Do you want me to go away forever and never Ugh. see you again? As if that's not something that literally happened to her in the past. And she's still, like, really recovering from. Like, right. barely. But, like, still has that, like, hunt, like flashbacks of trauma, like, constantly. And is never really secure in her romantic or personal relationships because people keep leaving her. Yep. And she has a history of abandonment and it's not great. And Jacob's just like, well if you love him, like, why should I even be here? As if, like, being her friend and being an emotional support and being, like, her brother, which he basically is and has a really huge family connection to her, yeah. like, is not enough and it's not fulfilling for him and there's no point in having any other relationship that doesn't involve them kissing or, like, being romantically involved with each other. And it's gross. Right. And she's trying to explain that to him, too, right? Right. She's even, she's putting it in as clear of words as she could possibly manage. (laughs) Of saying, like, Jacob, I love you, but I am not Mm -hmm. in love with you. And he's still twisting her words around, too. Which shows Mm -hmm. how manipulative he is being. And the frustrating thing is, is, it's clear, because it's in her narration, too, that she's having to choose her words so absolutely intentionally but it doesn't even matter because he is making this all about him it's absolutely not about what she is feeling in that moment it's just about him trying to get to his goals in this 
situation, which is so gross and so selfish. Oh God, Stephanie, you are, you literally know what your reading audience is and you are making them think that this is normal and that this is something that they should aspire to. And I read this and thought that that was okay. So we get to this ultimatum too, right? Of him saying like, so she even asks him, quote, do you think you could behave yourself a little better at least? Which is a fair question during all of this, right? And he says, quote, you decide, Bella. You can have me the way I am, bad behavior included or not at all. And Jacob, you don't get to give ultimatums to someone yeah ultimatums are not how friendships work right so she she tells him straight out that's mean which bella (laughs) thank you thank you (laughs) love yourself respect yourself (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) i love that i love that vine so much um and and then because he knows exactly how to play her he says so are you and like that is such a simple thing that he knows exactly is going to tear her down. Yeah, cause because he knows her buttons and he knows like how emotionally <sighs> tied she is and like all of her, you know, uh, emotional triggers and stuff and knows how to manipulate them. And I don't even think, like it's obviously not, I mean the way that Steph is perceiving this relationship, it doesn't seem to be intentional, but also like he knows her so well and he can play her in a way that I don't even think he's cognizant of, but he knows because it's what he wants, you know? Of course. Right. Yeah. But, like, when Bella's saying, like, or when he says, do you want me to leave forever? She's like, of course I don't. Like, why would I ever want that? And he's like, see, I knew it. You're in love with me. It's like, but no, (sighs) you can have, you can want someone in your life without it being like, I'm in love with you. I'm leaving Edward forever. Like, that's not the situation that this is in. Right. And you're just twisting her words to act like she has feelings that she doesn't have. Yeah. To fit your narrative that you like. (sighs) It just, it kills me that he is doing this and he's playing on her strings enough to know that he can, he can make her feel upset and that she's getting to the point where she's like, oh yeah, like this is wrong. It is Mm -hmm. wrong to make him feel hurtful. Like it is wrong to keep him here. I am being the bad friend. And it's like, no, no, Bella, you're you're not, you're not Mm -hmm. being bad right now. It's just that he's being manipulative and he knows exactly where to push your buttons. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, Jacob, stop doing this. <laughs> I My landscaping people also <laughs> agree with this right now. <laughs> they are equally pissed. <laughs> my landscaping people are emoting exactly <laughs> how I am emoting right now. So we should talk about this kiss, huh? We should talk oh. about this quote kiss right um the language that is used to describe him holding her body makes me want to pass out yeah because i uh, i can't even i can't even create words right now because it's making me angry right like the words here of like her having to quote yank her chin free and yeah. there's a lot him, of violent violent descriptive stuff yeah. like and ways in which he's he's touching her and stuff oh it's just like it great. makes my skin crawl oh god okay so it's my <laughs> least favorite trope of yeah. someone 
kissing another person to, to shut make them, them stop talking. Yeah, oh, it's awful. It's so bad. It is not romantic. Nope. It is not cute. Mm-mm. Um, Mm-mm. <laughs> it's used way too much. Yep. <sighs> okay. And like to compare it to like how she kisses with Edward, right? Like we neg on that a lot because it just it's so ridiculous. Because yes. it's like, oh, cool, I'm kissing this rock, basically, <laughs> like this statue. But at least yeah. it doesn't feel like like there's violence or there's like aggression. Or yeah. it does. I don't. I only feel uncomfortable because of how ridiculous Steph writes it. You know, there's a lot of language when she's discussing Edward and Bella kiss because she's describing him as like rock hard. Right. Um, <laughs> right. This, this is literally is violent. Right. It's yeah. And it's non-consensual. And no. there is a clear difference in the the adjectives that she uses between yeah. those two. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially the, since, like, immediately she's, like, pushing away and she's trying to, like, stop it. And the thing that, that hurts me the most is when Bella decides to just stop yep, that's, fighting. Yep, yep. And she just, like, disassociates and just lets go. Yeah, <laughs> because uh, uh, let's let's real corner for a second. That was really hard for me. Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> as I, as anyone who has experienced something like yep. this before, that's exactly what happens. Because yep. like it's just not like there's no, there's nothing. You feel like you can't do anything. Yep. And you just uh, you just go. Yeah. Because that is a Like, her hand went limp and I just, like, started sobbing. It was just, like, I just... Yeah. And, like, Jacob always, like, immediately after Jacob keeps saying, like, will you kiss back and all this stuff, which are also, like, very key things that happen when shit like this happens. Because, like, that's, like, sometimes your body just reacts to things and sometimes you just stop fighting. Well, especially, so, the things that also killed me, too, is, so Mm -hmm. he, he smiles afterwards, right? Oh, God. Um... And also, so there's a, everybody, when you're trying to survive something like this, you, you do whatever you can to make Mm -hmm. it stop as soon as you can, right? So that means, one, acting passive, or kissing back, whatever you can to make it not be violent. Mm -hmm. Either way, it's not your fault. (laughs) Like, it's not. Yeah. So for him to make it seem like oh like you like oh god okay yeah yeah as someone who worked in this sphere reading this language and knowing how many folks read this and how it informed like knowing how many future survivors read this and how it informed how they have now lived Mm -hmm. makes me want to pass out because I just okay all right okay so I can we move forward yes god (laughs) absolutely so also Bella breaks her fucking hand uh (laughs) yeah yeah so she asks are you done now because like same um are we quite finished so the only popular highlight of this is when she uh punches Jacob and breaks her hand so Mm. that's great so 
there's a lot of ableist language in this part of when Bella breaks her hand and Jacob drives them back. Oh, um, one thing before that, though. The part where Jacob um, is happy that she hates him. Uh Uh-uh. Yep. (sighs) No, 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 no. (laughs) Yeah. Super gross. Um, It's also worth noting that when he says that he would never leave her and she says that he definitely has already done that. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Worth noting about that, too. Yeah. And he's like, well, I didn't, though. And he's like, no. No, 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 no. Shut up. You don't get to define what Belle's experience of abandonment is. You don't get to... That's not your decision. (laughs) Exactly. So they get to Bella's house because Jacob has decided to drive her there. And things get not even grosser, but, like, still really gross really quick. Mm. Oh, God. Okay. So Charlie is home. And (sighs) (laughs) here's the thing. I... I'm still on the Charlie Squad Defense Squad. Yeah. Uh, but... The strings are loose. <laughs> they are, yeah. They yeah, are this loose. Is, this is one of those times where I think I'm I'm not chill. I'm not no, chill with absolutely, this at no. all. Like, his actions in this, this are not, not justifiable at all. Like, they no. are absolutely awful. Yeah, this is not good. <laughs> so they get in, and Jacob goes into the house, too. And she lets him know that she has broken her hand. Yep. And Charlie does some gross shit here. Because yeah. he is happy to see Jake. And when Jacob explains the situation, he's just kind of laughing it off. Yeah. And is kind of congratulating Jacob about the fact that he kissed Bella. Yeah. It was not good at all. No. It and was like not. he was saying things like, oh, well, maybe you should have, you know, picked on someone your own size and all this stuff. And it's like, this is just not good and not how you have a healthy conversation with your daughter who just <laughs> got into a violent altercation with this dude. Yes. Yep. Just because you love him and he's family to you doesn't mean they can't be shitty and you can't be objective about it. Exactly. So Bella calls Edward. Who apparently was on his way anyway. <laughs> Are we surprised? <laughs> no. And then things get gross yeah. and very peacocky and mm-hmm. weird. And so when Edward shows up, he remains calm, yeah. but still very kind of chauvinistic, I would say. Yeah. Especially when Charlie mentions that he'll he'll go get his badge yeah and it's gross um especially because no one is really offering to put bella's trauma first again and again and again and again and again yep so i mean edward like looks at it Mm -hmm. like he looks at bella's hand and he goes to go put bella in the car because they're going to go to the colon's house and carla is going to look at it then he stops and has a conversation with Jacob. There's like one line in this that's like honestly okay. Okay, we'll share it then, please. Tell me. Tell me everything. Fucking Jacob's Jacob and Edward keep fighting while Bell's also there because mood. That's the entire franchise, basically. <laughs> and Jacob's like, Well, you know, I wanna kiss her all the time. What if she wants to kiss me? Blah 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 blah. And Edward's like, if she wants to kiss you, that's fine. But like 
I would, like, I'm okay with this, but you might want to wait for her to actually verbally say it, then just kind of guess her facial exper- her facial features and her body language. And I'm like, yeah, literally, literally, thank you. Somebody, like, yes. <laughs> yeah. And immediately yes. goes back to being shitty because he's like, talking about her being basically your property. However, that one line was good. <laughs> yeah. That line was helpful and important. Mm-hmm. The other stuff was very nasty. Very yes. not good. Very not good, yes. Especially when they're like, yes, may the best man win. And it's uh, like, oh, no. Do you know Bella at all, though? No, literally. Because I don't think you do. Yeah. It just felt like like those arguments that are just like, Edward and Jacob, and then Bella's also there, but having nothing to do with the conversation because she doesn't, she isn't really allowed to. And then also Charlie's there doing the same shit, and it's just like all bad, all bad. Yes. Because there's just yep. too much aggression and there's too much testosterone, and they're not actually taking. They don't, they're actually not caring about Bella's feelings. They just care about the idea of Bella and like projecting that onto their morals and whatever they deserve. They think they deserve. It's not good. Okay, but, like, that's it, though. They only right. care about the idea of Bella. <laughs> yeah, they've, they've never actually, like, cared enough to, like, I don't know, maybe make her see a professional help or a therapist or just get in tune with a fucking trauma and talk about it, except and, and just putting her in all these situations that are only going to aggress those traumas and her just everything, and it's not good. Yes, I agree. Like, if you so, cared, if you cared, yes. maybe you would do something. That's all yes, I'm I agree. So, some better things do happen when they get back to the Colon house, though. When they get there, we get this amazing picture of Emmett and Rosalie. Oh. And it's a fucking look, y'all. We honestly um, look at Rosalie's, quote, perfect legs before we see anyone else. <laughs> yes. It's so good. So, Rosalie, and just honestly picture this, y'all, because I oh. need fan art. I need all of it. Rosalie is underneath Emmett's Jeep. Uh, working on Emmett's Jeep, uh, mind you, and Emmett is the car jack of his own Jeep. Uh, like, what a look, y'all. Couple goals. Truly. <laughs> <laughs> and Emmett is like, fall down again, Bella, and she's like, fuck you, Emmett. I punched <laughs> a werewolf in the face. <laughs> so. I just imagine Emmett being like, oh, sick. <laughs> like, awesome. High five. Yeah. He, like, high-fives her with her broken hand. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And then we get this hilarious information that Jazz and Emmett have been betting on how many slip-ups she'll make as a newborn. So, that's great. (laughs) Only because Jazz doesn't want to be the worst one out of all of them. (laughs) So, that's good. I mean, the odds Um, are in his favor. I mean. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Virgo problems. Um... And we find out that she did actually break her hand. Sweet. Then the chapter ends with this amazing question of, quote, was there a human experience that I was not willing to give up? So, (laughs) thanks, Stephanie. God. Yep. Anyway, that was rough. So, sorry about all of that. Yep. But now we get into a filler chapter, which ironically includes something that has been working up to for three books. Right, like a pivotal climax in terms of like, yeah, in terms of a lot of things, actually. And like finding out certain things about the vampires and like 
Exactly. Bella actually graduating. Like, there's a lot of information here, but in, like, a silly chapter. So, chapter 16, epic. Uh, or epoch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you, English language. Appreciate it a lot. So, we find out, again, how much Bella loves brown, mm. in that she has one skirt, her favorite skirt, and it is khaki, y'all. Oh, so, God. <laughs> we're really nailing down a lot of important characteristics about <laughs> Bella Swan. Um, that is what she thinks of when she thinks of special occasion. So, thank you, Stephanie. <laughs> really appreciate it. Uh, also, I love that when Alice thinks of thieving, annoying vampire, mm-hmm. uh, she just, like, appears. <laughs> Because that's what she's like. What did I do this time? (laughs) Yep. So that's great. It's very good. Yep. So yeah, what kind of important things did we find out about vampires this time, Cody? Um, What it that everyone is back is fucking like. Well, Bella figures it out, which is fucking awesome because I feel like we always, you know, love making it seem like Bella's not cognizant or capable of figuring anything out, especially in terms of vampires because she's always seen as kind of like the you know like the least like the weakest link of the pack because obviously Mm -hmm. but her brain is great and she's doing it yeah and she finds out that like hey edward thought that all there were all these vampires coming from all sides and they were targeting the cohen specifically however they're all using the same like tricks which is like blocking alice's memories or visions or whatever yeah and so they, she's like, well, there's no way that all these different kind of groups are using the same kind of tactic. That seems a little bit. And also having all these newborns and doing all these similar things. So they're probably all part of the same group, and they're all probably looking for me. Yeah, she oceans ate this bullshit again. She literally did that. Yep. And it was great. I'm so proud of her. <sighs> she did it again. But, of course, <laughs> um, this realization did come at a cost of her crying. <laughs> um, yeah, well, yeah, on so, her graduation day and yep. making everyone upset. <laughs> yeah. So, my favorite thing about that, though, is when Charlie knocks and he's like, are you ready? And she's, like, sobbing because she figured this out. <laughs> and he's like, are you nervous? And she's like, no, I'm not nervous. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. So Shut I thought- up. <laughs> So I thought that was cute. Also, biggest mood of the year is Charlie driving Edward and Bella to graduation in his cruiser. (laughs) Oh, it's so good. Oh, my God. You know he would have turned the lights on, too. Like, for his girl. I'll fucking do it. (laughs) Oh, my God. And just to get the satisfaction of putting Edward in the back of the cop car. Like... (laughs) Oh, God. Only in his wildest fantasies. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know there's fanfic about, like, Edward being in the back of the cop car and him having to tell Carlisle about it. Like, you know oh that God. exists. Oh, I God. Wish. Also, we should probably mention how much I got dragged for not knowing what OOC is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I feel like the people don't realize that you have never read fan fiction before this podcast like i wasn't like that joking. is that is your that is your into the twilight of my you know experience of never reading this you have never even been to fanfiction.net before this podcast which uh, is a whole nother trip and now every time i type f into the top of my google like my google <laughs> chrome browser it's like do you want to go to fanfiction it's like no it's nine o'clock in the morning get the fuck out of here <laughs> like 
every time I open up my laptop when I'm in my graduate classes, I'm like so embarrassed that it might like actually <laughs> take me to fanfiction.net. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed all the time. Oh my god. Like you're I'm not kidding too. I I know, and that's why it's so good. One of these days they're gonna find out and they're gonna be like, Why are you reading Twilight fanfiction? You're like twenty-three. <laughs> like, what? I do it professionally. I get paid to do this. <laughs> Which it's I, called a career, jackasses. <laughs> <laughs> Ever heard of it? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So they get to the graduation ceremony. And so Jessica is very excited. <laughs> and the only reason why I could figure it out is she got laid before this. <laughs> there's, like, no other. And it's with Lauren, mind you. Like, there's oh, yeah, no yeah, other yeah, yeah, possibility. Yeah. Because that comes up in a minute. But, like, she's got that glow, dude. She has to, right? There's no way. Like, she's talkative and she's very friendly all the time. But, like, this is different. Yeah, I mean, she's This is exactly the same as when fucking Bella came out with Edward and his fucking Ray-Bans. And was, like, chilling because she got that good sparkly D in our dreams. But, like, you know, this is, like, the same, that same sort of energy. It has to be, right? There's no other way. There's no other way. Yeah. Because she finally was like, oh, sick, sleeping with women, totally awesome. And her whole mind just exploded. <laughs> and now she's having a great time and she's living her life with Lauren. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, she got like a whole page dedicated to her. So, I mean. Literally. Come yeah. on. Yeah, it had to be. And There's then. No yeah, because Lauren was mentioned later on, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, because Jessica immediately just forgets that Belle exists and like runs over to Lauren and starts getting all excited. And I'm like. Hello, lesbians. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm surprised with... I mean, it it makes sense given the revelation that just happened, but there really wasn't that much that was given attention to with this graduation. No, I really... It really ended, and I was like, oh, we don't even get, like, people, I don't know, grabbing their diplomas or, like, what's going on here? We're just like, cool, it's over, let's go. Yeah, I... I understand why Charlie did it, but I mm. would have personally been pissed that Billy and Jacob were there, though. Yeah. That that annoyed me. That wasn't good, huh? Yeah. And then, like, left immediately after, too. Like, I mean... Ugh. Mm. Yeah. Just want to make an appearance and then, like, not actually address any of the bad shit that's been going on. Okay, bye. Yep. Happy graduation. Yep. After everybody walks, Alice dips out really quick because she's been kind of acting weird this whole mm-hmm. ceremony. Um, and then Bella and Edward meet up and Bella confesses what's been going on with the plan. And he's shook. <laughs> Uh, certifiably shook. We actually get mentioned too that he has like a horrified expression on his face too. Oh boy. So that's no good. Charlie is like weepy. He's so proud of Bella, (laughs) which is, I'm cry. And later on throughout the evening, they go to his favorite restaurant, which Bella hates. And (laughs) there's like a whole paragraph dedicated to it. Oh yeah. Um, but it's, like, the only place that everybody in Forks goes to. Literally. Like, there's two it. restaurants. <laughs> yep. One is for parties, one is for everything else. <laughs> yep, exactly. Edward ends up meeting up after dinner to discuss everything that's been going on. Mm-hmm. And 
Charlie is upset that he didn't get Bella a present for graduation, which I thought was weird. Yeah. But it does kind of fit his character, I guess. I guess he kind of was like, I feel like throughout this, he con- he's constantly comparing himself to the Collins because Bella's always with them instead of with him. Yeah. So I feel like, especially being like a single dad and this is your only kid and like you're trying to like, and it's like, especially from the beginning, like she didn't really want to be there. She just kind of was. And so he's trying to make it like have retain this relationship with her and be a good dad and all this stuff. And like the fact that like Alice is getting her a gift and stuff and he does and he's like, oh shit, I'm kind of like slacking. Yeah. You know? Um, I did think that their conversation at the end was interesting of when Bella tells him that he's the world's best dad. I bet that he wrote that in his journal at the end of the night. Because I'm crying. I thought that that was really cute. Although she says it, yeah, it's it's very cute, but like it also is very much like she's definitely thinking about other things. And she's oh, just kind of yeah, being yeah. like, yeah, yeah, no, you're, you're great. You're super up. Oh, put it on a mug. I'll give you that. Yes. You're doing great, sweetie. Um, I have things to do. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Please um, leave me alone. You're doing great. Right. And his note at the end, though, I thought was interesting. The, like, when she mentions, like, I thought you were on Jacob's side. Mm. And him giving her tips about punching people. It was, I don't know. I, it was kind of, uh, I don't know. It, it felt very Charlie, I guess. Yeah. That's the best way to put it. Yeah. I didn't really know how to feel about it, I guess. And just, like, him ending the speech with, like, so good luck figuring that out, I guess. (laughs) So they drive to the Cullen's house, and the chapter ends with her getting out to go to the party. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Next week is chapter (laughs) 17, Alliance, and chapter 18, Instruction. Yeah, boy. (laughs) <laughs> so slightly vague hopefully yeah hopefully not as bad as what we just experienced but you know what who can be sure i mean with stephanie you never know right Ugh. oh god i don't know <laughs> she exhausts me yes correct this novel exhausts we me. have a distracting fan fiction we do mess. yes, yes so apparently me complaining got some notice and we <laughs> got a fan fiction nice dude sent to us mm-hmm. this week awesome um yes i was so happy about it too because it looks like this one is like an, an oldie one too like that this one uh-huh. was one that someone wrote when they were younger sure so it was sent to us from our to our tumblr by the user still i choose to swim and like First of all, I do need to mention that this is one of my favorite James Vincent McMorrow songs. So, like, props to you, first of all. The person... Getting all the deep cuts here. (laughs) Yes. The person wrote the note, I just listened to the episode and thought I would submit this awful fan fiction from my youth. So, I think that they wrote this when they were younger. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I don't have a title for this one. Um, They didn't include that. But the summary is... Carlisle is the king of Scotland, um, alternate (laughs) universe where Scotland is an independent kingdom. The shenanigans of Princess Rosalie and Crown Prince Emmett are causing the public to start questioning the usefulness of the monarchy. 
Oh my god. <laughs> I sw- love it. <laughs> to sway public opinion back in favor of the Collins, King Carlisle takes a non-traditional approach to finding his youngest son, Edward, a modern bride. And then they wrote, here is the least awful chapter. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good preface. Yeah. So this is just an excerpt from that part. And I need to put an author's, or not an author's note, a reader's note from this. I chose this section because, and you'll find out when I read this too, Cody, um, it terrified me. Not the writing, (laughs) but just like, you'll, like, my conspiracy hat section <laughs> terrified me for this part. Oh, I can't wait. Okay. So this is this is where I'm going to start reading. So, Miss Swan, before we proceed and discuss further details, we ask that you sign some privacy agreements, Charlie explained, looking more sweaty and nervous than I felt. And I think Charlie, like they nicknamed Carlisle Charlie in this. Mm-hmm. What exactly were they about to tell me? Oh, God, were they about to unveil that they were actually lizard people? I mean, I stumbled upon this theory when I was researching the Scottish royals for the interview. All right. It couldn't hurt to confirm or deny their reptilian ancestors. They wouldn't have to sign paperwork just to tell me, then dispose of me in a way lizards are accustomed, right? And after reading over the non-disclosure agreement and signing permission to fate in a dungeon if I shared the juicy details they were to impart, I handed the paperwork back to Charlie. Well, Miss Swan, Isabella, if I may, King Carlyle began. Actually, I prefer Bella, inter- I interrupted. Bella, he started again. In your research for this position, you no doubt found unflattering coverage on the royal family. He paused for me to acknowledge this fact. I nodded. Sometimes you cannot avoid seeing a prince naked in Vegas or a duchess's butt being flashed on a royal tour when researching the young royals. End scene. Oh, I love it. Lizard people? Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. They're out to get you, huh? I cannot believe that this person wrote this when they were younger. <laughs> it's all coming back, baby. They're following me. Oh, no. Well, as we've seen before. <laughs> get bit. Lizard people are out there. <laughs> Oh hey, guess who stole Coda's mic and took over the end credits? This is an Earbud Media production. You can pitch a show to our fabulous network at bit.ly slash earbudpitch. Some of our current shows that I'm happy to call a sibling are Femis Fuck and Strange Little People. Our network's Twitter is at Earbud Media, and you can follow us everywhere on the internet at Into the Twilight. If you're helping to pitch us some money, you can do so at patreon.com slash into the twilight, and you can do so for as little as a dollar. You can get pins and books and help us with live streams, all those goodies. It would also mean a lot to us if you can rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. And if you have a couple of seconds, you could also help us a lot with doing our survey, which you can find at bit.ly slash into the survey. Our amazing artwork is done by Maddie Padilla, who you can find at yourghosthost44 on Instagram. Our amazing music was done by Eli Krauss, who you can find at KraussFilms.com. You can find Cody at Cody Captures and me at 23ofMe on the internet. You stay until the end, check you out, good job, and we'll check you out next time. Bye! 
You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. Hey, Dan. Hey, what's up, John? I just wanted to uh, confirm that we were recording Monday. Yes. Uh, what are we recording for? Oh, it's our new podcast. Our podcast. The the, the Strange Little People one, Strange right? Little People, yeah. Yeah, the one on Earbud Media Productions. Mm-hmm. You can find it on YouTube. You can listen to it. The one that we update every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, dude. When we have new guests all the time. Sometimes. Sometimes. Most of the time. Yeah, and we talk about current events and stuff. People should listen to it, right? Uh, yeah. It's, it's I, really cool. I think people would like it. Um, I mean, you don't have to, but I, mean, I hope you would. Did you put out the ad yet? The uh, flyers? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm doing it right now, as we speak. No, you're sitting down. You're no, not... no, this is happening right now, as we speak. John, why did my hand just go through you? Oh my god. John. We'll talk about it next week. 